The mind manufactures its speculations and scenarios, and then transmits them to the emotions, which go crazy with fear and trepidation. The anxiety is like a vulture circling us, waiting for us to die. Our moments of happiness are soon suffocated in the tight chamber of worry. Sitting in the dankness of his Roman cell, facing the chopping block, Paul had remarkable stability amid his personal globequake. In those worrisome days, he wrote his letter to the Philippian church, a message some have called the Epistle of Joy. The secrets of stability are embedded throughout the letter and rise to their peak in Philippians chapter 4. There, Paul wrote, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Verses 4 through 7. The comprehension of God's complete sufficiency for every situation and condition we face is vital for standing firm amid the globequake. A few years ago, I decided to build a four-bay garage on our ranch. I would do it myself with help from my son, son-in-law, grandson, and a few friends. I bought a set of plans, and soon we were embedding huge wooden posts in the ground for the 24-by-40-foot structure. Within months, I was in way over my head. I explained some of my construction problems and confessed my mistakes to Carpenter Jack, a professional builder and friend at our church. He came out, took a look, and shook his head. Jack, why do you think I thought I could do this by myself? I asked. Never a man to mince words, Jack replied, Wallace, you were delusional. How right he was. Jack took over the project. Saturday after Saturday, we worked on the big structure. What had been such a burden when I was trying to carry it now became a delightful, relaxing activity. I did what Jack told me, watched as he straightened out my mistakes, and rested in his sufficiency for the task. We will be anchored while the globe quake shakes all around us if we learn to release our fears and anxieties to God. 3. I will concentrate and focus my mind on the honorable, right, pure, lovely, things of good report, of excellence and praiseworthiness. Thousands of times every day, we are bombarded with data and demands for decisions. In a supermarket line, we stare at near-pornographic magazine covers. One day, while buying groceries, I mused at the irony. An impulse buy display advertised an evening of relaxing entertainment. The movie suggested was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I enjoy the old movies with carefully developed plots and characters with depth, films that did not rely on flashy special effects, 30-second scenes, gore, graphic sex, bathroom scenes, and sewer language. Honey, do you know they make movies in color now? My wife kidded me a while back. I admit my tastes are shaped by my age, but we all should be concerned that so many feast on a mental and emotional diet that only adds to anger, moral confusion, and anxiety. So, in that mountaintop chapter, Philippians chapter 4, 
Paul urged, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Verse 8. My son-in-law had to travel sometimes in war-torn places. His company provided security and housed him in walled, guarded compounds that established solid boundaries that enemies could not penetrate. Boundaries establish the safe zones when turmoil surrounds us. We need the strongly walled mental garrisons in the midst of the globequake. The criteria for the focus of our minds revealed by the Holy Spirit through Paul constitute the strong boundaries that assure our sanity when our world is falling apart.